uh, I was looking for uh, some late 1990s Chateau Moussard uh-huh. because <laughs> my girlfriend's family, uh, is, it's got coming up to Christmas time. Right. Um, and mm. the way we're putting Christ back into Christmas in the UK yeah. is um, <laughs> by people buying one another gifts, as we often do. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. And I'm in my girlfriend's family. It's my first Christmas with them. Right. Uh, asking her, what should we get Riley? What should we get Riley? Uh, maybe I, we could get him this, like, you know, these gubbins or this Michigas or some socks and, and so on. Sure. Or like, a, you know, a tea cozy. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. my girlfriend has said, no, just get him wine, please. Mm-hmm. All he wants is wine. And they're like, no, that's boring. We don't want to get him. No, just please just get him wine. <laughs> so are you looking for like specific wines that would be good gifts for yourself? So, is that the yes, idea? Yes, I am nice. doing my own Christmas because I also don't trust anyone else to pick a wine. <laughs> <laughs> the only opinion that I have about wine is that I was once going to start a two-prov group called Walrus Sommelier. And really? it never got off the ground. But Is it a uh, walrus that is a sommelier, or are they sommeliers for walruses? Ooh. Yes. So many possible worlds, but we got this one. So many possible worlds, but we got this one. Welcome to the Worst of All Possible Worlds, the first and only podcast that is a sommelier for a walrus. I'm the Worst of All Possible AJs. I'm the Worst of All Possible Brian's. And I'm the Worst of All Possible Josh's. And we are thrilled today uh, to have a very special guest with us. As you may have heard while we were talking about wine, uh, I am today recording uh, in London with my mm-hmm. counterparts, Brian and AJ, over stateside. And joining me in London, I have the host... One of the one of the what five co-hosts? One of the five uh, of Trash Future, Riley Quinn. Riley, hello. Hello. It's a it's a joy to be here. Mm. It's uh, been a long time coming, and I am thrilled at the topic. I gotta say, yes. Late nineteen nineties <laughs> Chateau Moussars. Let's talk about it. How come in nineteen ninety eight it was a Sasso dominant blend? Right, right, right. You know when it's been mostly the sort of Bordeaux classics of Cab Sauve, Merlot, and Cab Franc in previous years. Why is the right. Bacaw Valley so particularly good? Right. for like mimic that kind of climate, but also south of France grapes. Yeah, I am always asking these questions. What, what, I, what and... I really like about the late 90s wines is um, the earth tones mm. and mm-hmm. the, the tannins. Yeah, keep, oh, yeah. keep going. Well, th- that's it, really, because there's okay. not much more to say other than, like, you know, the, the, the tannins really inform the earth tones and sure. give them an oaky <laughs> uh-huh. um, sort of afterburn. Mm. Uh, An sort afterburn, of a buttery, buttery accelerant. Buttery accelerant is the worst you, phrase I've ever heard. Have you drifted out of talking about wine and drifted into reading from the anarchist cookbook? Yeah. <laughs> no, we 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 actually are not here to talk about wine. What? Um, so I know. I'm sorry. I'm springing it on you. Yes, this is alcohol is prohibited. We're doing a hard pivot going. to something that I know is also a big. Uh, Favorite topic of yours, Riley, which is to say the upcoming Saudi mega development Neom uh, and its many projects. And specifically, what we're going to be looking at today is all of the propaganda that is being generated by the regime to support the development of this new project. Because obviously, every week on this show, we do case studies in the pop culture of a dying empire and, uh, this week, we're looking at an empire that is ascendant in some ways. But it sees its death on the horizon. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And uh, is using the resources of a, a number of dying empires, specifically <laughs> the American and British empires, uh, to forward its own ambitions. So 
Yeah. Uh, Riley, w- when we were talking about you coming on the show, we bounced around a few ideas, and then I pitched you on, hey, do you want to come on and like talk about these weird YouTube videos about Neom? And I think the reply was an all caps, yes. Yeah, well, that's the thing. If anyone ever asks me, Riley, do you want to talk about Neom? Yeah. I will do it for as long until, <laughs> like, uh, what has happened before is at, like, tables and so on, mm-hmm. uh, you know, social events, uh, I have sort of been nudged by uh, sort of you know, friends, partners, and so on into shutting the fuck up right, about Right, 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 right. <laughs> so I'm very pleased that we don't have to do that now. No, we don't. Uh, what we did was we uh, put together a playlist of a number of YouTube videos. So yes, this is going to be one of those episodes, folks. Buckle in. Welcome to Garbage Present. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We're here. And uh, <laughs> so we should make that show. Yeah. Well, it could, it could be huge. There is some breaking Neom news. There is. Yes. Oh, we should open with that probably. A fifth then. region has just broken containment and oh, been announced. Oh shit! No. Oh so, no. My God. Yeah. So it's like everyone knows. Like, like a lot of people. Okay. Number one. What am yes. I? main bugbears about Neom, mm. probably the worst thing about Neom, yes. is yes. that most people confuse Neom, the region of Saudi Arabia, with the line. Oh, Just not me. One of not many, me. Not me. One no. of many exciting developments right. in Neom. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Th- but there is a new <laughs> region announced called Leja, which unlike the other regions appears to just have luxury hotels in it oh. as opposed to the others which have luxury hotels as well as high-end shopping and dining gotcha okay so yes we will of course be covering the other regions momentarily but uh i guess before we get there why don't you tell us a little bit about Leja, this fifth this fifth exciting very real region mm-hmm. the world's <laughs> first city that's made entirely out of hotels <laughs> well though it's you've all played monopoly right they finally made monopoly yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right right yeah they, they, look, they what, got their little red building yeah what is what is the most wealthy monopoly board it's where every hotel is right. on every single street that's right this is the monopoly board of all hotels very good oh wow. no the top hat and the iron have just been thrown in jail for <laughs> crimes against the caliphate this is <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, the fifth region features a number of hotels, one of which is entirely made of mirrors. <laughs> what are you talking about? What is this obsession with oh, mirrors? The mirrors? They're in the desert! The They're mir- going to light everything on fire! <laughs> yeah, but have you ever considered that it's going to look sick? I, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I did not are consider us. Are the interiors also mirrors? Is it mirrors all over every surface? Forever? Unclear at this time. Uh. There is a reality show on Netflix called World's Most Extraordinary Homes that is hosted by two Brits who hate each other and like the tension between them is so palpable <laughs> oh, and so yeah. thrilling. But one of the things is they always go to these houses and they're just covered in these mirrors. It seems to be like this like architectural like trend that's been going on in the last 10 or so years. The best part about that is that the actual architect that they have on set to like, you know, actually give like architectural mm-hmm. like critiques or whatever, uh, cannot draw to save his life. Oh, and he nice. always insists on drawing the houses, but it looks like a six year old because he uses crayon. That's like, it awesome. Is, it is. Wait, it is an incredible So you're saying watch. they got the Wyatt Coke architect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they did. <laughs> These drawings are useful the, in the boardroom. Uh-huh. That's why the mirrors are there. They're for the discotheca. The, the discotheca, right. right. So, can I tell you about Leja? Please. Um, so it's built into the again a beautiful unspoiled valley in right. this like remote area of the country. Like, We're gonna spoil it. it. We're gonna spoil <laughs> it with some mirror hotels. We're gonna blind every bird. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. So they say the arc- three architects have been tapped to design three luxury high end boutique hotels for the region. Which again, none of the renderings of the hotels. This is true for every region of Neom. None of the mm-hmm. renderings of the hotels and buildings show any of how you get there. 
Right. It's just a hotel yeah. in the desert with no roads, no trains. Where are the staff yeah. going to live? How are they going to get in? Mm-hmm. Unclear. Oh, very easily, I yeah. imagine. There'll be little cells in the basement, and that's no sunlight, and that's where they'll live. <laughs> right. Basically, like, and we'll sort of get more into this as we as we go, because I think some people listening are like, what's Neom? It's a region. It's cities. Right. There are some Google uh, really good ads that say you should Google Neom. You should. Uh, which is very funny, because there's also a skincare and, like, wellness brand in the UK called, called Neom. Oh, that is definitely huh. always the. Did they not check before they named it? it? And just uh, to be just yeah. to be very clear with our audience, since this is a a, a medium of the, of the ear. Yeah. This is not the noble gas neon. This yes. is Neom with an M. Yeah. For yes. Mother. It is. It is not Genesis Evangelion. It is. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Simply Neom Chomsky, the great writer <laughs> and associate of Jeffrey Epstein, and associate uh, of Jeffrey Epstein. So this is the, the, the uh, Jeffrey Epstein would have loved Neom, though. I mean, Jeffrey Epstein, you would have loved Neom. It would have had to have existed for him to love it. Uh, so yeah. the the the, uh, the 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 architect uh, says Neom is founded on a sustainable approach. It's energy neutral. It's carbon neutral. The world needs to see how we can develop positive solutions for us to live in. Every building that is designed will be designed in respect and in balance with nature and the landscape. So they have the Adventure Hotel, the Oasis Hotel, that have like mm. mineral gardens, hanging gardens, observation decks, rooftop pools. And all of this is in the, they are creating these three luxury hotels mm-hmm. in this unspoiled valley on the basis that in the last century, architecture has been against nature, polluting cities, people, and the air. Our work is to again find the friendship with nature, design a building, is a journey from dreams to the reality is the most difficult part. Hell to yeah. which I would say, yes, your, um, you know, Brunello Cuccinelli, like luxury hotel in the middle of like the Gulf of Acaba, made entirely of mirrors and staffed <laughs> by apparently nobody. Yes, that is going to be very difficult it's to go from challenge. dreams to reality. It's going to be a challenge. Well, I think this might be a good uh, point then to sort of take a step, I guess, up or back and mm-hmm. look at the question of what is Neom, right? Oh, thank you so much for asking. Neom is the future. Thank you. You know how Saudi Arabia has a quite large amount of money? Mm, I've heard of this, yeah. And you yes. know how Saudi after basically at what some might consider to be one of the history's more rambunctious family reunions at like the Four Seasons um, uh, Riyadh, yes. right? Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Mohammed bin Salman, uh, the, you know, Crown like, prince, yeah, right? The crown prince and you know millennial putts. Yes, uh, who is in charge of? Uh, <laughs> He's of, got so many ideas. Yeah, he loves an He's idea. He's an ideas man. <laughs> he loves an idea, and if you say his ideas are bad, then you get very acquainted with the inside of a Samsonite. Right. Um, Just and, ask Jamal Khashoggi. Yeah, uh, Mohammed bin Salman has for a long time had a lot of ideas about what Saudi Arabia should be like and Saudi Arabia has been asking itself for about 50 years the question of what do we do when the oil money runs out right right this is what right. has been obsessing the people of uh, the sort of political leadership of Saudi Arabia this resulted in them creating like their various kinds of um, of like sovereign wealth funds and there is mm-hmm. actually like a quite like legitimate economic reason to have a sovereign wealth fund is to prevent a phenomenon called Dutch disease um, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, 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 is, it, is it cystic fibrosis? Oh gosh! <laughs> yeah, where, yeah. Basically, if you are an, if your whole economy depends on exporting a valuable right. commodity, right. you will basically have a lot of like local inflation. 
mm-hmm. and your mm-hmm. your currency mm-hmm. will, or sorry, deflation. Excuse me, your currency will become very valuable and difficult to use locally. So, what, with a sovereign wealth fund, you buy assets denominated in foreign currencies, so you get your you okay. keep your currency moving. It's not just people trying to buy it, which then oh. makes it your currency more expensive, which makes your stuff harder to transact in. Norway also does this, right? Yeah, it's similarly because they're also an oil. It's oil, yeah. right? Yeah. Right? Right? But you can do it with like a different countries will have them for like mining and stuff. They, they okay. they're loaded with corruption, but like that's the basic reason to have a sovereign one of sure. the basic reasons to have a sovereign wealth fund yeah anyway the saudis have like long done this but because every saudi leader is like an inbred byzantine like climbing weirdo um <laughs> lots of like there's been lots of infighting over who controls what what's the direction of the country going to be and it re- really what matters is will the favored cousin seize control of the levers of power no sure. matter how daft their ideas are this is um pretty memorably sent up in hitman 3 um mm-hmm. there is the level in dubai where there's this guy who's like bitching about his cousins and he's opening this skyscraper and this is a very clear like shot across the bow of i mean all of the all of the gulf I mean, we, uh, there's countries. a video that we watch that, that we'll talk about later in this episode mm-hmm. that has this rendering that people are walking through that looks like the cloud sculpture in hitman 3 yeah and what's crazy is this video came out just a couple of months ago, right? Long after Hitman Three was released, right, right. the cube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's actually not Neom. Oh, that's, what? that's oh, a different what? mega project. No. <laughs> oh. oh no. So what happens, right, is that after Mohammed bin Salman takes over, he puts his own stamp on Saudi Arabia's right. investment strategy. Now, the way to understand Mohammed bin Salman is that he's what if a world leader had the personality of Turtle from Entourage? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> It is my one of my partner has watched every episode oh, of Entourage, yeah, yeah. and uh, we're, we we try to start a rewatch. I'm like, I I can't do this. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I can't. I cannot do this. So he's easily buffaloed by get rich quick schemes, yes. which is hilarious yes. when you're Mohammed bin Salman. Right? No, he doesn't need yeah. more money. How about this? Get diversified quick. Right. Basically, and so he is someone who, ha- who the only economy he's really ever, the only global economy he's really ever known is the everything asset boom of like 2010 onward. And so what he has done is he has directed huge amounts of money into like the SoftBank Vision Fund. He's bought giant Mm. amounts of Uber. Basically for like when Uber first started up and it was weirdly cheap, what was happening was Saudi oil money was subsidizing people taking cars instead of getting on public transport, essentially. And a lot of the EV revolution as well is bankrolled by these sovereign wealth funds. I can't remember what, 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 there's one of the EV companies is like owned I want to say 50% by the Saudi sovereign wealth fund. Yeah. I don't remember which one, mm. but yeah, but then, then but there are a bunch of other ones as well. Right. There's like four in the in the Emirates, again, right. all of which have different political bents, some are more. Anyway, so all of that is happening, but what's really frustrating Mohammed bin Salman is he's like, "I keep investing my money uh, in tech companies that are based in San Francisco, mm. that are based in like mm-hmm. Cambridge, and mm-hmm. so on oh, and so sure. on. I'm not why can't Saudi Arabia have tech companies?" And so he gets this like it's like you put Richard Florida into the transporter from the fly with um, <laughs> a, uh, I don't know, like an iPhone, right. basically. And he gets this idea that he, he needs to have a city that right. will attract globally talented people to invent the future in Saudi Arabia. And then is born this new province that he carves out, It's that he claims is uninhabited. It's not, by right, the way. Right, right, um, right. We'll right. talk about that later. And, yeah. And, so, and then he begins paying billions and billions of dollars to, again, Dutch men mostly Come wearing, on. wearing, tur- wearing <laughs> turtlenecks and uh, like squares.
square-rimmed, thick glasses, who will then mm-hmm. say, you know, something like... I, I, I was thinking about wearing my turtle deck today, yeah. and I chose not to. <laughs> who will then, right, who will then, who will then give him any rendering of any crazy building, because he believes he needs to make what is essentially a kind of theme park for venture capitalists, right. but as we're going, and that's what this right. city is supposed to be, a reinf- the world's most livable city, the most carbon neutral, the most tech-enabled, he's redesigning the idea of what a city can be from the ground up by talking only to, like, the world's most famous architects and giving billions of dollars to McKinsey who are willing to tell him, right. yeah, we can build you a new moon. Sure, why right, not? Right, you right. can have a moon. Our first video on this playlist is a three-minute YouTube primer about what Neom is. There's Oxagon, a thriving city at the crossroads of the world <laughs> where advanced manufacturing will enable industries of the future. Yeah. Trojana, oh. a year-round I love that he says is as though any right. of these exist. Just yeah. remember to pack yeah. your skis when you visit. Remember to pack those skis. Or skiing is not your thing. There's always Sindala. Right. One of Neom's many beautiful islands. Weirdly, Perfect. the most, re- even though it's only 10% it's real. realistic, yeah. it's the most line, realistic. A 500 meter high, 200 meter wide, 170 kilometer long city in the shape of, well, a line. Oh. No roads, cars, or emissions. And everything what? its nine million <laughs> residents could ever need within a five-minute walk. Oh, it's a five-minute city. All, yeah. <laughs> the entire region will offer unparalleled access to nature mm. and will be powered by clean energy. All within easy reach of the rest of the world. Yeah, something very interesting that you will hear throughout all of these videos that you will see on these ads, like, because, you know, I still use Twitter. The only ads I see anymore are for crypto scams, mm-hmm. Israel, and Saudi Arabian uh, projects related to <laughs> Neom and other things. Right. And yeah. all of the Neom ads are in the present tense. Or, as you'll see in some of these videos, this uncomfortable relationship between the present and future tense. Where yeah. They bounce back and forth between the tenses. Well, look, Brian Cox on Codeine convinced me <laughs> what, so what is that accent it's like it's a it's the city it's the city of i, I think i think it's just what happens when you have a slightly posh british guy who is in the process of dying like currently yeah. dying in John, the booth the main impression that i got from watching this video is that this is the opening to the next bioshock game and there's nothing mm. that can convince me otherwise yeah, because yeah. this whole mm-hmm. thing feels like you are going to it's a video game right? It, right they even talk about later they got video game designers to come in and build this thing and you can already see the levels right you can already mm-hmm. see yourself going yeah. through the line section by section and seeing what horrors have occurred <laughs> with the ai just like murdering people mm. It's it's a uh, it screams scam too mm-hmm, to me mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. from the word go like there's so much money being put into this thing that clearly will never happen because right. they're building a giant toaster in the middle of the fucking desert. <laughs> well, and, and and toward the end of this clip, right, the narrator says, "Well, I know what you're thinking. Why does the world need Neom?" And then a computerized voice is like. That's a good question for some reason. <laughs> Here's the thing. Number one, I think what who they got, uh, Cody and Brian Cox, yeah. I think is actually, yeah. this is the guy who narrated the White Lightning uh, trailer, the Burt Reynolds film. Burt Reynolds is Gator McCluskey. He's a booze running, motor gunning, law breaking, 
love making rebels. And they just showed up with a dump truck of money <laughs> sure, in front of his house, sure. and his and his kids' elder abused him into doing. Yeah, the why line. not? I, yeah. I, I'm into it. <laughs> this is a Captain Tom situation. Mohammed Salman is a big fan of White Lightning and Gator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what, so what were we all thinking at this point? I'm assuming what we were not thinking was why does the world need Neom, right? What were we thinking? I was thinking who are the 258,000 subscribers to the Neom YouTube channel? Like who are these people? <laughs> I'll tell you who they are. Is yeah. this Saudi is there, It's Riley Quinn. Yeah, it's me. 258,000 <laughs> times. Me and my 258,000. No, it's me and my 279,999 best friends. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. Tom Walker. Oh, okay. Comedian yeah. Tom Walker. Very good. Very good. A fellow Neom head. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now me. The I think the question is like, why does the world need Neom? Really, what they're what they're trying to do is say we would like Saudi Arabia to stop being a consumer of the economies of other countries, sure. and we want them to start being a consumer of our economy. Because like yeah, the, the relationship, right. it's worth, might be worth going over not just the relationship of Saudi Arabia to its own oil exports, but also as to how Saudi Arabia has dealt with the fact that like it exports something that, when its price is high, directly slows down other economies and can sure. affect global debt markets. It, it's boring, yeah. but it's worth going through, which is just mm. that when you when you sell oil, right, especially if you're selling oil in the throughout the sort of development boom in the developing world in the mm -hmm. second half of the 20th century, and the oil price goes up as it did after the Six Day War, then all of a sudden what happens is uh, your customers are giving you more and more and more money, but you need to put that money somewhere um, yeah. because you can't, you, your problem becomes, I have too much money. Yeah. And, yeah. and when you right. have that much money, that becomes an actual problem because you need to do things with it. You can't just let it sit in a current account. It has to, for yeah, example, to be like yeah. loaned out in terms of debt instruments, for sure, example. Sure. Yeah. This is why London is actually so central in the story of Saudi Arabia's economic development because Saudi Arabia was oil also like this is why Dutch disease doesn't apply perfectly because oil is demarcated in dollars. Only recently did as some countries started demarcating it in yuan, which is a big deal. So Hey there, you are listening to a preview of a premium episode of The Worst of All Possible Worlds. If you'd like to listen to the rest of this, head on over to our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash worst of all. And you can listen to not only the rest of this episode, but our entire backlog of premium episodes, bonus episodes. And if you subscribe at the $10 tier, you will get an extra episode of the podcast every single month. Again, that is patreon.com slash worst of all. Hope to see you there.